0: hello there and welcome to Take Two with Jerry and Debbie. I'm Debbie Giorgiani and I'm flying solo today. Jerry is uh, not with us today. He will be back. Um, So I truly need your calls and I need your company because the topic that we're discussing today, I think we're going to have a lot to say about it because we can all remember those days. Um, I'm going to be asking the Take Two family, please tell us about your strongest, job interview your strongest job interview you may you may need a few minutes to think about it um, and and then call in because there's usually certain details and elements of that uh, you know 30 minute one hour two-hour interview that you can't get out of your mind you know or you replay it over and over again or you walk away from that interview and you're thinking you um, Oh, I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have asked that. Oh, I, I, I don't think it's it went well. Did that ever happen to you? Well, it's it's happened to the rest of us. So we want to hear about your strongest job interview. And then, of course... We cover the good, the bad, and the ugly here at Take Two. And so we want to hear about those interviews that didn't go so well. I do, because I think the details are very important. We can learn and grow. So here's the number. We've got Matt Gabinski at the phones. And and as you know, he does a phenomenal job. Ace McKay is our producer. And Michael McCall is monitoring social media. So the number to dial is 833-288-3986. And let me give you a little history of uh, Take Two. We started over eight years ago. It's a very safe, welcoming platform where where the lay faithful come together. We share our lived experiences. uh, We learn and grow together as the mystical body of Christ. And it works, folks. It works. We have a lot of listeners around the world and a lot of non-Catholic listeners that absolutely love the Take Two family and are a part of the Take Two family. So please call in. Otherwise. It's not it's not a threat in any any way shape or form it's simply a promise. If you don't call in and keep me company and share your strong interview stories, uh, then I will start when I was age 13 on my first interview and I will give you all the details and they're, they're not pretty it, it's just not good it's not cool. I had some really disastrous uh, job interviews. I got so nervous. Did anybody ever do that? Go, get Go before, a, a, you know, a, like a panel of people that were going to interview you and you, you come to find out that, oh my goodness, it's not just one person I'm sitting in front of. It's going to be like four people and they're going to be firing questions at me. And am I going to be able to answer it? And what if I look foolish? And, you know, am I dressed properly? And and then you start sweating profusely. Does that ever happen to you? Well, it's happened to me. So here. Here's the number, 833-288-3986. And like I, I said, uh, Jerry Usher will be back, but you have me today, and um, hopefully I have you. So, so please call in. Don't wait till the end of the show, because I may not be able to get to you, and that always gets my heart palpitating, and I don't like that. 833 288 3986 Tell us about your strongest job interview, your most difficult job interview. Maybe you're the one that has to Uh, in human resources. I did that for a couple years where I had to be the one uh, interviewing uh, people and first impressions of people when they would come in. I was in the hospitality industry and that was tough, you know, and people really tried hard to make that first good impression. Did you ever do that? Like you went out and you bought a, a new business outfit or you, you know, even, even, um, Uh, hired somebody, a coach to help you answer questions or, you know, recently you can go online and you can, um, get tips and, and tools for having a very, uh, productive and, um, really wonderful job interview. So, and I do think it is important that we do if the opportunity, you know, comes about during the interview to share, you know, where we're at with working on Sundays. How about that? Have you ever done that? I have. I did that in the hotel industry. I told them, I'm not working Sundays. And they said, well, you don't have a job here. And I said, oh, boy, this is going to be a problem. So did that ever happen to you? Um, Or maybe, you know, the employer that you were seeking a position at, they said, absolutely. We respect that. We love that, that you are honoring God on Sundays and going to church. So let's talk about it. You'll see how well, I just I just did it right there. Uh brought it into our faith life. 833-288-3986. We do have some calls coming in, so that's great. There's room for you. 833-288-3986. And this is a live call-in show uh today and um it's it's just I love coming together as um, the body of Christ, and we are the church, and that is important. And it's and it's important that you step up and share your experience of life because you can be helping other souls. That's what, why Jerry and I do our life coaching ministry because we want to walk with people and really help people along on the journey of life and ha- and have them, you know, achieve like the Bible says a real abundant life. And so that's why this show is very important. Okay, a little bit of housekeeping because I have a couple minutes uh, before we hit the pause button and then we'll get to the calls. We do have room for you. So please call in. Matt Kabinsky's got his, his uh, headset on. He's ready to go. 833-288-3986. Uh, yesterday it was mentioned about the miracles do happen um, conference in San Antonio uh, with a, just a beautiful lineup of speakers, um, a bishop and sisters, and it's just amazing. Uh, it's in San Antonio, August 18th through the 20th, and it's uh, fullnessoftruth.org, fullnessoftruth.org if you want to register. Um, they can take, I think, as many as 2,700. Um, they're not there yet. Uh, so there's room for you. Fullnessoftruth.org and its miracles do happen August 18th through the 20th. And then the other thing I want to share again is our life coaching ministry, StandTallToday.com. StandTallToday.com. We're getting a lot of questions about do we do um, group coaching and couples coaching? Yes. We do. It's done by Zoom. So uh, you can get a free consultation with a coach, and then you can work on how to have those Zoom sessions uh, for couples. And we are very big on uh, working with couples, helping uh, strengthen relationships and marriages, and uh, we're there for you. So standtalltoday.com. You can get your free consultation. Okay, a little bit of housekeeping. Oh, and don't forget to like us on Facebook. Jerry and Debbie Facebook page, please. Ace McKay does such a great job at posting snippets of Take Two that you may, um, you know, listen to and then share with your friends. But call call us today because we're asking about job interviews today. Maybe you're going on a job interview and I can pull the prayer book out and we can pray for you. Call us, 833-288-3986. Okay, I'm flying solo today, so I need your help. Please fill the phone lines. Um, I really love to have a very, you know, high energy, robust discussion. So I need your help. Please stop what you're doing. If you're driving, pull over safely to the side of the road. Make your call. 833-288-3986. You don't have to talk about your employer, um, you know, the, the details of the job interview with names and numbers. You can give your confirmation name um, so you don't have to out anybody. Please, uh, we need the details. 833 288 3986. And uh, Matt Kabinsky sent this message over. And it's so true. He he said, have you ever had a group interview with four other applicants? Um, Yes, Matt, I have. And it is so Wow, I, I was so nervous. You don't know if your answer is going to, you know, not be received well, and then somebody else says something really profound, and you're like, "Oh my goodness, how am I going to top that?" And you know, the 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 competition is it can be tough. And uh, and then Matt went on to say, you know, it's interesting how some job interviews you apply for the job thinking it's going to be one thing, and then you get hired and you're doing a completely different job. Has that ever happened to you? And you're like. Wait a minute! How did I end up, you know, folding towels for five years? How did how did that happen? So it's very interesting, and that 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 comes with the um, the way the business is is structured, and and of course the human resources department and stuff like that, because it, it is important to to be very clear on what the expectations are and what the job skills and the and the role is, because. Uh, that could be very disappointing, especially when you get all excited. Hey, I got the job. And then you find out it's not really what I want to do. Before we get to Carol, you can join Carol at 833-288-3986. Please call in and tell us about your best job interview. Maybe you're going on a job interview or you, um, you want to share with us like a really horrible one. And it just really has you know, got you thinking, wow, this is not good. I cannot do this. Um, but before we get to Carol, I wanted to share this very important um, event, EWTN's uh, 42nd anniversary. Tuesday, August 15th, on the Solemnity of the Assumption of Mary, we celebrate our 42nd joy-filled anniversary when Mother Angelica launched EWTN. In our 42nd year, EWTN is blessed to provide 11 global TV channels and numerous regional channels broadcast in multiple languages, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, over 600 domestic and international AM and FM radio affiliates, plus satellite radio and web streaming and the EWTN Podcast Central featuring the best of EWTN radio. Find out more at EWTN.com. Please celebrate with us. This is uh, amazing. 42 years. Wow. Okay. Carol has been waiting so patiently. She's a first-time caller. I love this. Um, from um, Texas, listening to Armor of God Radio. Hi, Carol. Welcome. Hello, ma'am. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Thank you for joining me because sometimes when you, when I'm flying solo, I'm thinking if I don't get enough calls, they're just going to hear about all my stories. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I I worked at a hospital
1: as a nurse for about 9 or 10 years, and we had had uh, a nurse manager come over to help us because we didn't have one at the time. And then he left after about a year and went back to his cardiac floor because he specialized in cardiology. Back then, we didn't have heart monitors. Throughout the hospital, it was only on the cardiology floor, and so he was passing through our unit one day, and I was worn out and ready for a change. And um, he 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 had kept trying to recruit me before, and then I said, "You know what? I know nothing about the heart, but mm-hmm. I'm willing to learn if you'll have me." And so he hired me right then on the spot.
0: Wow!
1: Very so cool. That- and then I stayed on the cardiology floor for about uh, thirteen more years.
0: Amazing! So you acquired that specialty then, just and and you kind of really just fell into it. Mm-hmm. That, I learned a lot. Yeah, that is so cool. Thank you for all the fine work you have done. Um, so where are you? Where are you at, um, with, with the work that you do uh, with the hospitals today? Well, last year
1: I retired, I said, i am got to stop, because it was, <laughs> I was just worn out. Mm-hmm. So I stopped, and then I actually used my last paycheck to go on a trip to Israel. Aww. And that was the best thing, because I always, it was on my bucket list.
0: Right, right. Wow, Carol. Um so that accidental interview turned into 13 more years of great work and 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 helping other people and saving uh, saving lives. Wow, Carol, that is amazing. So let me let me fast forward to the pilgrimage. Um what did you, what was can you give us a little bit of the aha moments in your Holy Land pilgrimage?
1: Um I think the the best part was in Gethsemane, mm-hmm. the Garden of Gethsemane, and then we went inside the church, and they had the rock where Jesus wept. Mm-hmm. I think that's where I felt the closest to wow. God and
0: wow. Jesus. Do you remember those 2,000-year-old uh, trees in the Garden of Gethsemane? Do you remember those that, that were behind the uh, wrought iron? Yes, the olives were
1: yeah. were ripe, and they were out there picking the olives, and yeah. they said that... the they use the oil just for all the churches in Israel. You can't mm-hmm. use that oil for like cooking oil. They just use it for all the churches.
0: Wow. Wow. So, little confession, Carol. Um, they didn't tell us we couldn't do it, but we were so close to that wrought iron on one of the 2,000-year-old trees, and um, and I reached through the wrought iron to feel the tree, just wanted to, it, it was, so. I don't know if you did the same thing, but it was, I don't know why, it just went right into the interior of my spirit. I just, I, I, I've i never been able to um, to read scripture the same way again. Did that happen I know. with you?
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: Because you, it brings
1: it alive, like yeah. Jericho. It's like, oh my gosh, I know a Jericho. I, I floated on the Dead Sea. I was on the mm-hmm. Sea of Galilee.
0: Mm-hmm. It was wonderful. Yep, yeah. Well, that's beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing. Thank you for calling in. Thank you for being a first-time caller. You're not a first-time caller anymore, so hopefully you'll check in with us again, okay? Well, thank you for your show. I listen to it a lot. Oh, thank you, Carol. Thank you so much. God bless you. Have a beautiful rest of your day. What a great call from Carol from Texas. And uh, now um, we have room for you. So please call in and share your um, interview story at 833 288 3986. There was a, yeah, Carol just uh, freed the phone line. You heard that little that little skip, that means that there is an open phone line for you. So if you feel that tug in your spirit of saying, hey, I've got something to share. Maybe I could help another soul today. Do that good deed. Okay. That's part of our baptism, folks. We've got to be out there helping other souls get closer to God. Can you help another soul today with your call? Well, you can if you just dial this number. And you get to meet Matt Gabinski. That's, you know, the first entrance uh, into Take Two. You get get to talk to Matt. And I think that's fantastic. 833-288-3986. Okay, let's move to Debbie in Toronto, Ontario, Canada on Sirius XM 130. Hi, Debbie. Welcome.
2: Hi, Debbie. Thank you for, for taking my call. Um, mine's going to be kind of sweet. I, when I was a teenager, I was thinking I was about 17, I applied for a company called Bell Canada, and which was a tough company to get into. And when I went to the interview, um, a very stern and strict woman, uh, the interview question included, what was my religion? They also asked, was I married? And if I was married, did I plan on becoming pregnant? Mm-hmm. Was I engaged, and was I going to have a big wedding? They wanted to know if um, if I was hired, would would I be able to work on Sundays, or would I take time off because I wanted to go to church?
3: Mm-hmm. And
2: uh, and then they asked how long I intended um, on staying, you know, um, single, and mm-hmm. and those <laughs> those were the questions. So. I lied about the church going going to church on Sunday thing, and yes, I did take time off occasionally to go to church. But other than that, that was it. And I I got hired, and I was there. Uh, it was lost for forty years, and in the end, I ended up going down manholes and working on telephone poles and doing a man's job because I all of this feminist nonsense. Mm-hmm. And um and then that's and then I then I really really got serious about my faith,
0: mm-hmm. and
2: so that's
0: my story. Wait, I have to ask you a couple questions about that Debbie. Was did this happen in Canada? Yes. Okay, are those even legal questions to ask cuz I remember being in human resources and we couldn't ask anything like that.
2: Well, you're probably a lot younger than me because this was in the 70s. Oh. And so it was shortly it was shortly after that that the the legality of it came out. We we didn't have, We had a company union at the time, and it was, um, I don't know, maybe four years later that we we ended mm-hmm. up with uh, an employee union. And so mm-hmm. those questions were knocked right out. But I wasn't allowed to take a copy of the interview. And I didn't know I was a kid. I was, about, I was like I said, I think about 17 at the time.
0: Wow. And,
2: um, yeah, so those were the questions. And I got hired. Mm-hmm. and so but it was very prim and proper and um but we we ended up you know i had a lot of friends we partied a lot in the end but mm-hmm. yeah it was um it was quite the experience yeah. and <laughs> you
0: know how long did you stay with them debbie
2: four years
0: four years so you till you were four 21 years. yeah but you know what i, I can't, <laughs> you, what do you what did you say four years
3: Forty four oh, zero. Oh, I'm you said twenty one.
0: You started when you four were zero. seventeen, and you stayed your entire working career with them. Wow.
2: Yeah. Well, you get to a point where um, you're you don't quit because of your pension and right. and the health benefits. So you know all of all of that. Like you kind of cross that line, and it's mm-hmm. like, well, I'm not leaving now. Um, and, and the pay was better. I moved up through different departments, but that was the that was the initial experience.
0: Okay, that's kind of amazing. I thought you said I I, I heard four. I I heard the four, and I thought, okay, four years you stayed till you were twenty one, till you went off, you know, to school. But forty years, okay, that's incredible. God bless you for sticking with um your occupation for that long uh, you you sound so much like my my oldest sister that I talk about all the time on the show Marianne she did the same thing and and I think there's a there's a real um um professional side to that um a committed it shows a lot about your character that you're committed you're loyal you're going to stick with it that's huge debbie congratulations
2: oh thank you Thank you. Well, I'm really glad I did because I'm enjoying my pension now.
0: Are you? Okay, good. Yeah, so is my sister. You, yeah. and her should, you, you and her should talk. She's having a great time. So so God okay. bless you. Thank you so much for sharing. That is an amazing story. Thank you uh, for joining us today on Take Two. Okay, um, you, Debbie just freed up a phone line. So if you want to jump in and share your uh, interview, job interview story, um, I'd like to hear it. Jerry will be back. Um, but today you have me. And I, I'm very curious about this because I think it's fascinating how it all works out. When we, you know, we want to make that good initial impression and we want to get the job, right? And our hearts are racing and, you know, maybe we we have families that depend on us bringing in that money and we've got to get that job. We, we do the prayers to, to St. Joseph and we pray to the angels and saints and we ask our guardian angels to go into the interview ahead of us to help us, Right. Has that ever happened to you? Have you ever done that? I have, many times. So let's hear what um, Nancy has to say. And Nancy's in Buffalo, New York, on the Station of the Cross. Hi, Nancy.
4: Hi, Debbie. Mm -hmm. Uh, Thank you for taking my call. Um, I I am a retired special education teacher, and um, I started in 1984. Mm -hmm. Um, And when I went on interviews, it was just me and one or two other people, and that was nerve-wracking enough. But then as I worked, um, they went to the the format of having a, a group of people interview one person at a time. And um, I'm sure that was a lot more um, intimidating and nerve-wracking. But uh, I just wanted to tell you about one time when I was on a panel to hire a speech and language pathologist. Um, you know, we went round-robin and um, it came to my question and I asked the girl, she gave a great answer, one of the ladies that was interviewing, and uh, I asked her to elaborate, mm-hmm. tell us a little more, and the poor girl went blank,
3: oh. didn't know what
4: to say, and I felt so bad, I thought, mm-hmm. oh, I should have just kept my mouth shut. You know, her answer was fine, I just wanted her to explain it a little bit more, um, but I know nowadays it's all interviewing it with groups, and you know, one interview, and then a second interview, and For teachers, I know in New York State, at least where I work in Mm -hmm. Western New York, um, you have to, after you get your second interview or your third interview, then you have to do a lesson in front of this panel of people. Um, So they really, uh, I think because they're so, necessarily now, but at the time I was teaching, there were so many teachers, they really had to um, see Mm -hmm. who could Mm -hmm. do the best Mm -hmm. job in in the group's opinion. uh, Right. I still feel bad that I asked the girl to elaborate because you're nervous enough and she went blank and... I just feel bad,
0: but... uh. Well, but that's, you know, you you were asking that question, and it happens. You know, interviews are very awkward in general. They really are. They're not very comfortable situations because you don't know the other person. You don't know what they're going to ask and things like that. Nancy, hang on for just a second. I want to make a comment about what you just shared. Uh, You hear the music. We're going to hit the pause button. When we come back, we'll pick up with Nancy in Buffalo where we left off. But please join us, 833-288-3986. continue with nancy in just a moment i wanted to send out a a shout out congratulations going out to um, a longtime member of the ewtn radio family saint gabriel radio in columbus and and portsmouth ohio is celebrating their 18th year with ewtn i love saint gabriel radio i had the um privilege and honor of uh, emceeing uh, the Women's Conference. And I think the folks at St. Gabriel Radio are just doing such a fine job. So congratulations to Bill Messerly and his team at St. Gabriel Radio from all of us here at EWTN. Eighteen years, folks. Think how many souls have been impacted by their broadcasting. Okay, Nancy in Buffalo. I just wanted to say, Nancy, I, on the break, I, I had time to chat with Ace McKay, our producer, and I just don't want you to feel so bad about what happened. I know because it, it just goes to show your heart that you care so much about. You know, you don't want to make anyone feel uncomfortable or awkward, but all, pretty much all interviews are really strange because you're meeting that person for the first time. You don't know what they're going to ask. You don't know what situation is going to pop up. You know, a lot of people have a a tremendous amount of fear and anxiety when they approach interviews because if they say the wrong thing, they think, oh, this was a total waste of time and I put all my hopes and and dreams into this and it didn't work out. So everybody should know that going into an interview unless, you know, you're in a unique situation where your friends with that person who owns the company or whatever. And they say, hey, we'll just go meet at a restaurant and just sit down and have lunch and talk about a possible job situation. Okay, that's a different story. But but straight interviews, they're very uncomfortable, Nancy. So I don't think, I wouldn't worry about it too much. And the reason why I say that, Nancy, I, I was in human resources for a few years. And I will tell you, I was sharing with Ace, I, I remember making one young girl I mean, she walked out of the interview crying her eyes out. She just didn't, she couldn't handle the questions I was asking. And she just got really emotional and she left crying. And I I felt bad about it for a while. But then I thought, you know, you know, we we have to kind of understand that those questions are going to be asked. And any comments? I just want you to feel better about it.
4: Oh, oh, I do. I just, um, you know, I just want everybody to be happy and successful. And I know how hard it was at the time to get a teaching job so um right. but thank you and yeah. uh, i love your show and uh just keep Aww. on
0: keeping on because I, god yeah. god loves you for what you're doing thank you god bless you nancy thank you so much for all you do and thanks for calling in that was a beautiful call okay we're going to move next to uh cindy in michigan on sirius xm 130 hi cindy welcome
3: Thank you for taking my call. Mm-hmm.
0: Thank you for calling. <laughs> so um, tell us. I just had
3: a kind of a quick story, and it it happened a few years ago, and it was before so much job um, advertising was online. You know, you had to do everything pretty much in person, dropping off resumes and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And it was a time when jobs were really hard to find. And my husband and I owned a business, and we had two small children, and decided that we needed a second income. It was, we just needed, you know, a little bit extra. So I found uh, a job opening for a receptionist in a doctor's office, and I said, well, I can do that. So I decided I was going to go try for this job. And I got there, and people were lined up all the way around the building waiting to get in for an interview. There were, This was because jobs were so hard, and I needed this job so bad, and I had prayed and prayed. And so I, I made it all the way up just inside the door, and the office manager came out, and she said, okay, we're done interviewing for today, so thank you for coming. Leave your resume. We'll look them over, and we'll call you, you know, if we feel you're a fit. So everybody in the room got up and walked out except me, and she took the person that she had chosen back for the interview, and I sat and waited, and when she came back out, I was sitting there, and she looked at me and said, well, hello, and I said, Will you take one more? And she said, yes, I will. And it was so wonderful because she was exhausted. She'd been doing interviews for hours, mm-hmm. and I was the last one. And she didn't have a room full of people waiting, so I probably got the best interview of the day, to be honest. You know, mm-hmm. she, she didn't have the stress of other people. And um, she said, well, thank you for coming in. I appreciate it. She said, you know, we're going to make a decision in the next couple weeks. And I said, okay, that's wonderful. You know, thank you for your time. She called me the next morning and she said, can you come in today to meet the doctor? I said, of course. And I got the job. But I I guess the moral of the story was don't give up. You know, be persistent. Be persistent. And, you know, I learned so much from that job that I went on. Not there, but I went on to another career that that job helped me so much. I had learned so much Mm -hmm. that I got a wonderful career because of that launch. Mm -hmm.
0: So would you say, Cindy, that you had that determination and you were committed to getting that interview because you were a bit in need of getting this job? Like, you know, that pressure... Can motivate people to really stay focused and get that get that um, job that they're looking for and, and have a successful interview. Would you say that was part of what was driving you? Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We yeah.
3: felt we just really needed this.
0: <laughs> right, right. So you, and, so you were really you were willing to do like Mother Angelica, the ridiculous, so God can do the miraculous.
3: Exactly. Exactly Mm -hmm. right. That's how I felt when I got, you know, when I got that job. I was so thankful. I was so thankful. I I just wanted to do the very best I could do, you know, to make them glad that they chose me out of all of those people. You know, I felt honored. And um, I learned so much. And they became good friends.
0: Oh, that's awesome.
3: It was a a wonderful experience. I've had others that weren't that successful, but that was a really... Mm -hmm
0: meaningful one for me. Well, your determination paid off. And, um, and that's, that's, really powerful. And I, I admire you for that because a lot of people won't take that chance. They're like, okay, well, I'm not going to break the rules. They said the interview process is over. I'm going to walk out. And no, you stayed there. And you said, one more, please. One more interview, please. And it was you and you were the perfect person. And you know, that's that speaks a lot about your character. That's huge. So God bless you. Way to go. I'm glad you shared that because there, you know, we're in this really strange kind of world of interviewing and they're doing a lot of uh, Zoom interviews and stuff like that. And, and so this could really help people to get focused, Cindy. So thank you for stepping up today.
3: You're, you're welcome. I, I just want to encourage people to not give up. You know, I, I think it speaks a lot. You know, even in today's world, you know, with the type of interviewing, don't be afraid to call back. Don't be afraid to keep yourself and your resume in front of, you know, this job that you want. Mm-hmm.
0: Go after it. Right, right. I completely agree with you, and that's been my experience in my, in my work um, uh, career. I, I completely agree with you. You've got to keep your resume in front of them. You've got to keep connecting. You can't just expect them to call back and you know offer you that position on the fr- after the first interview. So, w- uh, way to go! That was a great call. Thank you so much. Okay, we're going to move to Lloyd, and Lloyd is in Birmingham, Alabama, on Guadalupe Radio Network. Hi, Lloyd. Hi.
5: Hey, Debbie. I uh, have a story of my best possible interview, but of course, I felt like it was divine providence more than whatever I was doing. I had uh, been married and my wife got transferred to another state, and so I knew I was going to have to find a new job, a different career perhaps, but I was a mortgage loan officer. And my family members, being in the banking business, said, you should try to go to the bank. So I did try to go and interview. They asked me what I wanted. I wanted to be a branch manager. Well, the question was, what makes you think you could be a branch manager? Because I hadn't had the experience. And, of course, I got rejected even after testing. Well, they convinced me to try one more time. So I went to another bank. I had an early morning appointment. And they said, I'm sorry, but the resource officer is out. Can you wait? I waited two and a half hours. She came back. Turns out they had fired a manager at a branch. She had to go close them out, take all the codes and things. And so when I interviewed, she said, what makes you think you could be a branch manager? And I said, well, I think it's mostly sales and marketing. She immediately hung up. Called the CEO and the president. I got the interview with them. Two days later, I was in the bank as a branch manager because they had a big meeting and they said, We need more sales experienced managers. Wow. And whammo. I hit.
0: That. You got it. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. You
5: and know I'm, what I was thinking? Go, go ahead. When I'm walking into the branch, they're going to introduce me to it. I kept thinking, "Thank God I didn't have to be a brain surgeon."
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! You know what, Lloyd? I have to. I have to just say something. You had some divine intervention there. You do realize that with the other person being let go? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was divine
5: providence.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Totally. Did you? How long did you stay in that position? I'm curious.
5: Three years. But it it really made the difference in getting the uh, profession that I went into right after that. So mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. it was very, very mm-hmm. providential there, too.
0: Wow. Lloyd, I let me add-
5: you go, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I met the person at the bank that I went into business with after that
0: oh nice so you developed relationships yeah that is that's incredible Lloyd I have to ask you this question because we had Marie on the line who just dropped and maybe had to go into an interview maybe um, but it, it, it looked like from the comments that um, uh, Marie has a um, interview coming up and really wants the job what would you say to people that are about to um, embark on a new career or or um, going on those interviews now what would you say because you know being in the in the bank business that that you were in you got to meet a lot of people and you you got to meet people in, in different um, areas of their life and, and where they're at financially and stuff and that's a big deal so you got to see a, just a wide spectrum of people so what would you say to people preparing for a job interview I mean I would say definitely pray and ask your guardian angels um, to, to ask your guardian angel to go before you and help you but what would you say Lloyd I'm curious
5: well, I think the, the most important thing is that you literally show an interest in that particular company that you're dealing with or asking for in that job. And in the interview itself, you must you must like the previous caller, you just sit there and wait, you know? Mm-hmm. You just assume that that's the job you want, and let them know that you're going to pursue it to the very end because you want to be with them. And if you can relay that to the person, then then that's the biggest thing that I've found that helped me in my my interviews. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Well, what you're saying is, is really show that you care about the company and uh, the long term success of the company and that you're committed to the company. But let's face it, Lloyd, in this day and age, I mean, you you can just read of all the articles that are coming out that folks are jumping from job to job, they don't have that kind of loyalty. Um, there's you really can't depend on people. It's hard to find g- a good, um, solid, dependable folks to step up and really take on certain positions. So what do you say in the the times we live in.
5: Yeah. No, it's very, very difficult now. It Mm -hmm. used to be that you could show, you know, how long you stayed at certain places and, you know, show your loyalty to that particular company and what you did. And, of course, that does help that you do talk about, you know, how much you really like that particular job and the particular reason that you're leaving that job just bouncing around is not a really good thing in my mind. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. You know, I guess you've seen that in your business, too.
0: Oh, oh, yeah. Well, I was in um, the insurance um, business for many years, and we used to see folks that would come come in all excited, you know, about a career in insurance and, and really, you know, put their heart and soul into it for, like, uh 2 to 3 months and then and then you'd you'd find out they're looking for another position and it's like oh you know you spent all that time training them and a lot of money up front to get them off and running and it's very disappointing i i'm with you lloyd i'm very loyal i stick with places even when i when i have left places um there's always that open door to come back and i love that i've had that with all of my past um um places, that, and, uh, businesses, and churches that I've worked with, and parishes. I worked at uh, several parishes for 25 years in, in ministry. And I love that, when they would always say, well, okay, we're happy for you, and we're, we're going to pray for you, but if you ever want to come back, you can come back. Don't, don't you love that? That's a good feeling, right, Lloyd?
5: Oh, absolutely. In fact, one time I asked my employer I was leaving, to please write me a letter saying that, you know, he was a good employee. We would welcome him back at any point in time, but we understand why he wants to go forward mm-hmm. and and that was very important to the person I was interviewing with
0: right. Right. Wow. Well, God bless you for stepping up today. You know, this show is so, um, amazing because we're, we're really never going to know on this side of the veil, although we do get comments a lot about what this show has done in other people's lives, but we're not really going to know the impact because people, um, love to listen in the privacy of their cars and their homes and, and they, they absorb it and, but it's, it's helping other souls. So your call today makes a difference, Lloyd. And, and I, I, just pray that it's helped many souls today so thank you sir
5: well thank you david
0: god bless you have a beautiful rest of your day okay so i hope i got marie's comment um i only saw a part of it i just want to make sure but marie if you're still listening if you can call back that's great matt will put it, put you at the front of the line because you've been waiting but i think it said you needed you want this job and you are going uh for an interview possibly we're gonna pray marie in New York that you, if God, if God wills it, if this is what God wants in alignment with, a uh, with his, um, his will, then we will pray and storm heaven, Marie, that this is going to be a, just a, an amazing interview and a great, um, career for you. Uh, before we get back to the phones, let me go to, uh, this wonderful, uh, shout out of an, of a show that I absolutely love. Jerry loves it as well. The Bear Wozniak Adventure. Okay. Saturday night, six Eastern time on EWTN radio. Bear Wozniak challenges men to, to, uh, a deeper convert, uh, a deeper conversion and to uh, servant leadership. Okay. So Bear Wozniak does a great job. And I love that. Listen closely, folks. That's what this show focuses on a deeper conversion and servant leadership. Okay. That those kinds of qualities, those virtues, those are all the kinds of things that will help you in a job interview as well okay to really be focused to go deep um and to be of service to others that is that's huge and i think that says a lot and so shows on ewtn although they they primarily focus on our faith life you can use them in our daily lives and that's the beauty of ewtn and the catholic programming you hear on your um on your Catholic radio station, because Catholic radio works. It works in the in the hearts and the minds and the souls of everybody that listen, and it's beautiful. And that's why we have a lot of um, non-Catholic listeners that um, support Catholic radio and listen to Catholic radio. They think it's wholesome radio, good radio, solid. They can count on it. It's truth. And that's why we work so hard to keep promoting Catholic Radio. So tell all your friends, you know, put one of those bumper magnets on your cars and, um, you know, share with your friends that Catholic Radio is alive and well and going strong and, um, you know, keep Mother Angelica's legacy going. I mean, it really is... Uh, quite incredible. It's a big work, a very big work we're doing here. Um, we're trying to live out our baptismal call, and that's important. We should all be doing that, and you can join the evangelization effort by by supporting by first listening to Catholic Radio supporting catholic radio praying for catholic radio and then spreading the word promoting catholic radio so if you can do those things that would be great so just just a words of encouragement on that because shows like this really help other people um move move along this this thing called life and i think it's incredible i love the work that catholic radio does and and can continue to do with your uh listening support and um your dedication to it. But we're talking about interviews today, and we do have, I'm so excited, we do have Marie back from Lockport, New York. Marie, thank you. I got so worried when you dropped off, and I'm so glad you called back. Tell us what what you need. Thank you, Debbie. Thank you so much. I've been listening.
6: I listen to you all the time. Mm -hmm. I have you, um, the radio is always on. I have um, birds, like I have four parrots. That are that's in that room, and I have the radio on for background, um, you know, for background sound. Sure. And I have it on, and I'm listening, and I do listen when I'm walking by, and I, and I love, you know, your inspiration, I love your channel, and I love everything that you do. Thank you. And then I just discovered, um, two callers ago, you were mentioning that you're on Series XM, So I'm going to add you on while I'm driving in the car. Oh, good. So Series XM 130, I have Mm -hmm. it written down. But um, I hung up because I was a little nervous, and um, no speaking over the radio. Mm -hmm. Um, I just wanted to ask for prayer. Um, I had an interview the other day. It is nerve-wracking. I mean, all interviews are nerve-wracking to begin with. I'm an educator in in the um, field. Very long time, I worked in um, Department of Corrections as an educator, and I ended up resigning, going on to um, a new chapter in my life, which is to utilize my credentials as an educator um, outside that department. And so um, my work is long-term substitute educator, not a teacher, but as a counselor, And that position ended because the person came back off of maternity leave. And I really enjoyed the work. The need
0: is so immense. The need is there keep praying. We're prayer warriors. Storm heaven for the Take-Two family intentions. We've got everything logged in the book. Tomorrow is our Real Presence show about the body, blood, soul, and divinity of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ in the Eucharist. Please join us tomorrow. Until then, have a beautiful and blessed day.